Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Sorta of Truth Podcast, the alcohol-fueled, chapter-by-chapter reread of the Sorta of Truth series, serving up some cold hot dogs and some warm craft brews on the side. <laughs> Disgusting, and yet I want it all at the same time. I'm Nate. And I'm Jade, and on this episode, we're getting into chapter 24 of Blood of the Fold. That's right. And speaking of, you know, cold hot dogs and warm craft brews, which is like, summertime it's like the start of summer yeah we had the memorial day parade it's done so summer is on and i'm ready yeah i feel like i feel like we have a summer theme going in this episode like all the way through with some of the content that happens in the episode or the chapter itself our beer break is like right on point two and like yeah yeah it's just it's all happening our our beginning (laughs) it's it's great it kind of snuck up on us yeah I know, like, there's plans. There, we have so many plans for the summer. Like, we got to go to baseball games. We got to go camping. We got to ride the motorcycle. We're going to go shoot guns and, and drink beer <laughs> and podcast. Like, yeah, it's, I'm ready. I'm ready. Let me know if you are ready for summer, especially now that things are settling down a bit. And this summer, we will be able to go enjoy ourselves. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Me and you are fully vaccinated fuck yeah so we are free to go do some things we haven't been able to do for a while and that is <laughs> i went for the first time ever into the store without a mask on and i felt so weird but i was just like no i did my shit i'm good we're good i don't know if i want to take mine off really. i felt naked yeah. yeah i don't i don't like people seeing my mouth now i'm like mm. <laughs> this is this is only for people i like excuse me could you not look at me when i talk to you <laughs> not directly anyway the only people who get to see my mouth are people I trust to eat with. That's fair. Well, you, well yeah. I mean, they're gonna. If you can eat with a mask on, yeah. then... Well... Can you? No. Oh, okay. Because you would have to show me that. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I think we should get into it. I agrees. Let's. <laughs> so, the chapter starts out with Phoebe asking a few rude-ass questions of our prelate about getting old and saggy and Verna, way more politely than I think I could possibly be, responds to her. Like, I could never, ever hold my composure the way she does. It, it, she does seem a lot more mature and wise through this conversation than, like, Phoebe does, who is the same age as she is. 
Yeah, that's something that I was going to bring up. They say a few times, well, you're, you know, you've got so much more wisdom now that you've aged and stuff like that. And physically, yes, she has gotten older, but time-wise, they are the same age. So, like, they've still had hundreds of years to, like, get to the point they are. They both have hundreds of years of wisdom. I think a little bit later in the chapter, she mentions, hey, you've had three lifetimes already. Yeah, she's so like you 300 should be years old. extremely smart. And mm-hmm. so for Verna to be like, well, you know, you're just not as smart as me. She doesn't say that, but it's kind of what it felt like. It's like, well, you guys are still hundreds of years old. You should have lots of wisdom, each of you. Yeah, there does seem to be a weird level of immaturity that comes with being at the castle for aging that long. Like, they, they're they same age, but because Verna left the palace, she was able to mature in those 20 years like she would have, whereas Phoebe couldn't, couldn't mature at the palace in the same way. She, yeah, I mean, maybe. We know that they have to do the same thing over and over and over at the palace every single day, so there's no getting out and living really yeah. like you can live and survive there but it's it's not really any kind of life yeah and yeah verna has gone out she's learned about the world outside of the spells and the walls and she's matured now so she's totally over that shit well, i wouldn't even want to be your age mm. and I, young people are gross now I, what i wonder how much of that maturity actually did come in the last year and a half since meeting Richard and having the other sisters be murdered in front of her and all of the other stuff that she's like found out about like the sisters of the dark and all the convoluted bullshit that's going on at the palace like maybe all of that knowledge maybe she wasn't that mature like for 19 of those 20 years yeah well I don't know I think she definitely wasn't that mature when she started but I think having to fend for yourself for 20 years, like literally for yourself. Now, they did leave the old world. So is their money even any good? Or no, it is because we're still on like a gold silver system. So it might be a different print, but it still carries value. Well, and I just, uh, yeah, I don't know what the sister's ability to create money would be. Possibly. Oh, yeah. We talked about that with Zed. So I'm not sure. But I think the point of it was that, like, she's been out there surviving for 20 years. And so I think once she was out on her own, it her maturity, like, steadily rose. Yeah. To now where she's, I can survive on my own in the wilderness, in a city, anywhere. And that's okay. the wisdom. I agree you know? with that. I just, there's a lot of shit that happened in the last year that I feel like also probably led to that rapid, like, <laughs> yeah well she's got a value system now yeah. and now things are changing and she knows where she stands yeah so she can take action on that yeah she's fucking verna <laughs> well she says she's yeah she's still herself even though she's older she still feels the same way about things she still gets excited <laughs> she still gets horny but now it's for men like her own age like a age appropriate horniness you know she doesn't appropriate horniness <laughs> she well doesn't that's get always stirred good. by the younger people as much but yeah, it doesn't take them just being young to get her going yeah you got to have something like, back okay, there okay you look good but you got a 401k yeah <laughs> how about you a house a plan? you yeah. working on one of those <laughs> it she also says that you always see older people as older than you will when you are that age which is like Super fucking true for everybody. Yeah. 
Yeah, absolutely. When you're 15, a 30-year-old seems ancient. When you're 30, a 60-year-old <laughs> does. When you're that age, you're like, I'm still like 16 in my head. First, we're, yeah, I was going to say I'm probably around there, 13 to 16, maybe closer to 16. <laughs> um, but yeah, we're both over 30, so we're in the too old to be trusted by young people club now. Oh, and I feel that when I talk to them. <laughs> well, I feel that when I stand up most days. But... <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that's a very true thing. Older people, I I feel that way. Like, I know they're people. I know they all have personalities, and I try not to be like, oh, they're old, so you got to be and They were like you once. Yeah, fuck yeah. yeah, they were. And inside, they probably still are. Yeah. So I do my best to just... And I... It's okay. I'm making it sound terrible right now. Like I'm like, no, Nate. Remember, this is a human. <laughs> it's not Interact like that. Yeah, like you're supposed to. But like, you try to remind yourself of that. And to them, they're like, "Why is this kid weird? <laughs> like, <laughs> what's the matter with him? Hey, talk, guy." Well, yeah, and you look at the younger generation. You're like, I don't get you at all. You're being stupid, even though you were that kid once. <laughs> Every five minutes. No, okay, not five minutes. Every two weeks, I learn a new word, and I'm frustrated mm. immediately because I have no idea what it means, and I have to look it up because I'm like, "What is this even?" Yeah, or they most just of them don't even make sense. A TikTok or something, and I'm like, "Oh, great! No, <laughs> show me what we mean." You, this is gonna show my age. the The thing that people do now when they say that moment when, or <laughs> when you're blah blah blah, and it could be literally any situation, and I'm just like, "What'd you say?" Because I think they're asking me a question or something. And that's not and even like a newer thing either. No, it's not. But <laughs> <laughs> the boys will do that to me and I'll be yeah. like, huh? What? Hold on. Let me Google that. What'd what you are you say saying? There? Maybe try the translate thing. Hey, how do you download apps? Speak into my ear horn. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah. So uh. Phoebe is scared to get old. Like, most people are, but Verna says she wouldn't want to be young either, like we were just saying, mainly because she doesn't want to be a dumb bitch. <laughs> I don't want to go back to being <laughs> stupid. Yeah, but she doesn't want to say that to her because they used to be friends, so instead she tells Phoebe she just doesn't want to relive the thorns she would have to face. Because, you know, that's, I mean, that is what makes you mature, and I think that's where my thought process was on the whole, maybe a lot of that maturity came rapidly in the last little while maybe not a lot of it but a good chunk of it because the thorns she mentions is jed specifically uh, yeah oh, so when she got back so very recently yeah i mean there may have been others but the one she remembers the worst is jed only caring about her looks and looking at her like phoebe is now like she's a wrinkled old hag <laughs> i could see it in your eyes yeah don't look at me so yeah i don't know i think that just Bad shit happening to you is what gives you a lot of that experience and well, maturity. You're past it, yeah, and you've gained knowledge from that now. Like, it, and you're probably better for it. So you don't want to go back. You don't want to go back. No. Yeah. Well, and I guess everybody at the palace has been stuck there, so they don't really get to experience a lot of that stuff because that's true. I mean, there's none of that. It's all the same all the time. All the time. <laughs> Every day. Eat. Work. Sleep. Sleep. Shit. Read a bunch of stuff if you're worn. So, Verna dismisses Phoebe after this conversation, and then she asks her to shield the door so she can go pray. This is going to be a secret prayer. It's going to be a secret prayer session, okay? Do you, does she normally lock the door when she just goes in there to pray, or is that a weird ask? 
I think it's a new thing. Like she just found the sanctuary, so she's using mm, it now. Okay, so while I'm not in the actually in the room, yeah. I'm gonna be out there. Just lock the door so nobody has to know that I'm not just working in the office. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's good. Or, or something like protect my like I'm not gonna be paying attention. I'm going to be in another place with the creator, you know, in a mm. way. Oh, okay. So I need protection. So protect me with my shield or your shield, I mean. Which also would give Verna a, a chance to find out whether or not the sisters are actually putting up good shields yeah, to trying. protect her. Like, hey, I wanted to talk about your shield that you put up earlier. That thing was a real piece of shit. Do you not like me? Yeah. Are you mad at me? <laughs> you called me old a bunch, and I didn't even flinch at that so i felt i deserved a better shield than the one you gave me also 40's <laughs> not that old so calm no down. yeah and that's the other thing it's only 40 yeah it's not <laughs> like she's an 80 year old woman and they're like oh you look grotesque like, like calm down she's 40 yeah she's like did it hurt <laughs> yes every goddamned day and honestly verna i don't did verna have children maybe she did have a t- maybe she did have a kid I was just going to talk about gravity here for a second and how if she didn't have a kid, she wouldn't be looking that bad. But if she did have one, she may have, you know, a little bit more wear and tear on the system. <laughs> yeah, but... A little, yeah. <laughs> well... Anyways. <laughs> so, But that gives it a different beauty. Yes, you know what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah. Phoebe mentions reports before she leaves and Verna's like, hey, I can't ignore the light. I, I'm being called. Sorry. Not my call. It's <laughs> just her putting her hands up and being like, I don't know. Sorry. Uh, mm. Nothing I can do. I guess they'll just have to sit there. Better slow down then, huh, Phoebe? Yeah. She accepts this because at this point, she seems to be in awe of Verna in a way. Like, she has a a different connection to the creator since becoming prolet. So she's like, oh, yeah, for sure. Go go do the shit. You can't can't say no to the light. That'll get you kicked out. (laughs) (laughs) But before she leaves, Verna asks about Christabel. That's a new name, right? I think we were told one time that these sisters were missing, but it was like slid in there and like a okay. very uh, out of the way comment. But they don't know where Christabel, Amelia, and Janet have gone off to. These girls hung out with Verna and Phoebe back in the day. They were all super fucking tight. And it's weird that they just disappeared. Gone. Now, sisters can go off on little journeys. Not the ones like Verna did, but like they can go hang out for a while. They can go see their family. They have ways to leave the palace, but usually they tell people. Yeah, like a vacation. You can't right. just leave work, but you're like, hey, I got a week coming up. Because, yeah. I'm not going to be here. So at least they may not know where you are, but they'll be like, yeah, he's on vacation. It's normal right. that he's not here. And there's probably a return day. Yeah. And that, I mean, that makes sense. 300 years in the same place probably gets a little dull. So you need to spice things up a bit. Oh, my gosh. I need a vacation after, like. 30 days. Yeah. <laughs> now, Verna is worried that these girls just left women. These women just left because they couldn't accept her as prelate. But as bad as that makes her feel, she would rather be that than something darker that took them from the palace. Well, yeah, we know that we're dealing with like Sisters of the Dark. And there's some evil fuckery going on over here at the palace. And she doesn't want that to be the reason that they're gone. That makes perfect sense. I'd rather them just be dicks than be hurt. 
But basically, if these people were her friends, then you would think that they would be less shitty about her becoming the prelate. Like, I wanted to be the prelate versus, hey, my bestie is the fucking prelate. Yeah. Yeah. And I think <sighs> that is maybe the reason that they're shitty people. If they, that would be the reason. Either it's something dark. If they decided to go, or they're shitty of that. people. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and she would rather it be that they're shitty people. Now I remember. Um, I'm pretty sure at the very least, at Amelia and Janet maybe were there when when Verna returned. So we have seen them at least once. That's okay. all I mean. Okay. All right. <laughs> I just remember talking about them. They were all like, "Oh, Verna, you're back." <laughs> so it would be weird that they just ran off without saying anything to her. Yeah. Well, and I guess this whole thing just kind of makes me assume something bad happened. I don't know what, I don't know when exactly, but like something bad happened for sure. There's fuckery afoot. (laughs) Yes, definitely. Once Phoebe finally leaves, Verna puts up her own super thin shield that would break with any effort. Like if anybody even tries to like look at this thing wrong, it's going to (laughs) just dissipate completely. And if they try to fix it, she's going to be able to tell that too. So. There's no way around it. If anybody tries to fuck with this thing, even a little bit, she's going to know that somebody was trying to fuck around. Isn't that... Okay, I probably don't have the right term, but I thought there was something called like a glass shield theory, something like that, like a shield that won't work. But if you want to know if you are vulnerable somehow, you use a very weak shield. And so exactly this, once it's broken... Somebody is trying to do something. Like, you know that somebody is is meaning you harm in some way. Well, that sounds like a very real thing that is an actual thing. It should be. I think it, yeah. Mm. (laughs) I agree. (laughs) I swear to fuck, I've read that somewhere. You probably have. I have not, but it sounds like a legit thing. So, yes. I believe it uh, is. Yes. I'm not going to Google it right now, but... It is. It's a thing. It's totally a thing. (laughs) So, Verna headed out to the garden. She found this little grouping of pear trees. She Okay, she was looking for a minute for the perfect spot. We didn't really know why, but when she finds these little pear trees that are hidden against the back wall of her garden, she sees that one of them is growing in the shape of, like, a ladder. It's, like, almost deliberately trained tree to help her climb over. And when she looks closer at it, it looks like obviously other prelates have done this because the, the branches are smooth on the top of them. Oh, so it's it's been well used, too. It's very clear that this was intentional. Yes. Like, that's a handrail. Yes. What? <laughs> I'm also getting very Jasmine from Aladdin vibes here. Like, all she's missing is Raja being like, what are, why are you leaving? Did they have, like, shrubs and stuff in that little courtyard? I can't remember. Yeah, there's like little tiny shrubs and then she climbs up a tree. Uh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Same thing. Yeah. I want out. <laughs> on the other side of the wall. Now, this is where we don't see what happens to Jasmine on the other side of that tall ass wall in the movie. On the other side, there's a series <laughs> of convenient items built on the wall kind of to help her step down. There was like six different fucking things that she stepped on that were conveniently right in the right place. So we're talking about the prelate having a little secret escape route back there. Yes. That nobody knows about, but they just have some random stuff on the back of this one wall of the palace, even though I'm sure they have massive storage areas somewhere. Yeah. Like, they gotta keep the food somewhere, but they're like, no, we just keep, like, 
four buckets and chair. <laughs> it was like it was like a strategic drain spout and a rock protruding, and then another like it was a whole bunch of things that but could be there. random. But yeah, they're like, all. If you looked at it, together. you'd be like, "Well, obviously, yeah. somebody has yeah. been." <laughs> and once she sneaks out, she like hides her face and puts her little ring away. Oh, I can't believe I did that. I broke the podcast rule. I'm sorry. Oh, my gosh. I'm sorry. When she sneaks out, she hides her face, and she puts her ring away, and she's all, like, giddy, because she, she fucking made it out. She did a bad thing. Yeah. And she, she has to hurry up, because she's fucking late. But you know what? I think we might be late, too, if we don't hurry up. Catching our kids sneaking out right now? No. Is that happening? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I was talking about the beer break. Oh, yeah, the beer break. Yeah, no, I remember um, never, ever once sneaking out of my parents' house because that would be bad. Oh, I did it all the time, which is why I'm. we're going to put ring cameras up in every corner of this fucking shit. <laughs> Everyone. I'm lying. I did. Um, <laughs> yeah, I am ready for the beer break. And it kind of goes with our summer theme, although we haven't quite gotten there in the chapter yet. Um, today, Jade and I each have a different one. They are hard seltzers. Those are not technically beer. So I have Orange Creamsicle from Odd Side Ales. Great place in Grand Haven, Michigan. If you're ever around, definitely check that out. Jade has, what is it? Bomb Pop. Bomb Pop. Two popsicle flavored seltzers. The thing that blew my mind right off the bat as we both opened the cans and immediately you can smell orange creamsicle and bomb pop these are very real popsicles you can get from like your ice cream truck driver guy and they smell exactly on yeah perfect it's not it's not flavor or scent adjacent it's the right thing like it smells exactly like what it's supposed to be and it tastes the same too they melted a popsicle as far as i'm concerned and then put alcohol into it somehow. And you don't taste the alcohol. And honestly, this this seltzer isn't super overcarbonated. Maybe that's what I hate. There's too much carbonation. They almost soft burn like, going. And down. then the, yeah, it's, it's like a you're drinking a, like a fresh can of Coke. Yeah, yeah. Where you drink it and it's just like ah. <laughs> this doesn't do that. No, it's it's good. It's five percent. It would be great for a fucking summer day. Did y'all know that Bomb Pops are blue raspberry cherry lime? I didn't. I didn't. These are these are good. We When we opened it, we basically did a beer break, so this might not be as good as it should be because we literally had our own beer break, and I was like, we We've have to We've had stop this talking. conversation already. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> that's just what we do. We open our beers, and then we talk about them exhaustingly to each other. <laughs> Maybe we could make that into its own podcast. You know, we've been thinking about expanding, so we'll just do the just a general talk show of whatever the hell happened in that week, and then we can go way deeper into the beer. He listened to me drone on about yeah <laughs> about stuff you can't taste right now. That might actually be really frustrating. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, I know something that's not frustrating, and that's getting another one of these. So I'm gonna do that, and we will be back right after this. Yay!
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And we are back. So, Sneaky Verna sneaks through the empty palace yards to where she and Warren like to meet by the river. Of course she's sneaking out to meet a guy. She tells him about Phoebe, asking her what it's like to get old, and basically tells him that he told her to fuck right off. No, I'm kidding. I'm sorry. What? (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) Because it's mean to ask. I was slapped if I asked a lady's age. On the back of the head, not like a bad one, but like my mom's like, no. You don't ask somebody that. Anyways, I'm sorry. I got off track. Um, She tells Warren about Phoebe asking that. And he's like, why would she ask you? You're not old and gross. Thank you, Warren. Thank you. Yeah, that was sweet. Right? 40, like, I know we've said it before, but 40 is really not that old. So calm down with the, oh my gosh, she's basically falling apart. How is she even standing? I mean, 40-year-olds date 20-year-olds all the time. All the time. I mean, and not that I think it's great, but it happens. <laughs> that's Well, that's true. <laughs> They're 18. It's whatever. <laughs> so they walk through the city. A lot of it is kind of like a ghost town. There's just nobody there. And Verna asks, like, hey, where's all the people? He goes, it's Jala Day. Yeah, yeah. It, it takes a while. Like it, it made it seem like it was awkward, and she like blew up for no reason after walking for a while. I'd be like, "Why the fuck is there nobody here? Why are you not <laughs> freaking out? Is the apocalypse here? What's happening?" The Pokemon exclamation face when the just the little X and the uh, the oval mouth pops up, and they're like, "Ah!" Yeah, waving their hands. Yeah, super mad. <laughs> so Jala is a game, and basically everybody goes to watch. He's never himself gone, but he's read up on it, you know, as Warren would. Yeah, he says it's the only game that he's read up on that is actually, like, ongoing right now, because he reads up on ancient games and shit. So this one he's interested in, because he can actually ask people about it in real time. And for a minute I was like, well, why the fuck haven't you gone? But then I remembered that he had been stuck in the vaults until Richard, like, pulled him out of yeah, there. Yeah, he was down there by choice, So he too. would have been terrified, and he wouldn't have gone to the games until this year. This is his first time being able to go. Big open spaces, lots of people, not Warren's thing. Right. Um. So Jala is played by two teams, and they try to get this ball into the right square. It's a little bit complex to Warren, but kids get it, so it can't be that bad. But what they're talking about is, like, it's just sports. Football, basketball, baseball, all yeah. this stuff. Specifically, like, I like, okay, I like watching football, but I really like going to baseball games. 
this whole chapter when they're talking about, yeah, all the people go and cheer for their team. And I'm thinking baseball. It's where my head's at. Yeah. I mean, it's, I don't, I don't really particularly watch sports. I'll go to a sports ball game. <laughs> um, and yay, can, sports ball championship <laughs> team. I can kind okay. of follow it if I really wanted to, but I'm really just there to eat. Yeah. And drink and watch my family members smile. I so. mean, yeah, I watch the game, but I don't like I'm not invested in it really. Like you, I'm there to get some good ass food, have a couple beers, hang out with the kids. Like it's a, it's an event you're going to, not just a game. What's really funny is that it it is kind of silly to just not really care that much about a sport and then go pay for overpriced Hot dogs Everything and and beer just to yeah <laughs> just to spend money and be like we're having fun doing this thing. <laughs> cold hot dogs and warm beer <sighs> we're having fun enjoy it <laughs> I know we'll get food on the way home just try and choke it down ah <laughs> <laughs> oh, but this like for many people it's a distraction from day to day life it's a bloody distraction though because you know as much as I was like okay. Maybe football. Then he talks about broken bones and snapped necks. And I'm thinking, okay, maybe hockey. <laughs> and then the crowd gets ugly if there's not enough blood. Okay, so definitely Still hockey. hockey. Yeah. <laughs> but then the losing team is brought out and flogged for each point scored against them. Men have died from it, and the crowd is super excited about it. They all count down the lashes and, like... People riot if it's not done well enough or too much and just like a whole thing. Holy shit. Yeah. yeah. Now, I don't remember how many people are on each Jala team. I don't. I think they told us, but I didn't write down all the details because, I mean, who wants to listen to us recount all the specific details? Uh, yeah. About the game? But between eight and 16, I would assume. Okay, see, I was, holy shit, that's a lot. Yeah, I was thinking, like, even baseball, I think you have nine guys out there. So if if you are there to watch a three-hour game, and then each team has, well, probably like 36 guys on it, then you have to watch 36 guys be whipped. Yeah, well, I guess that's what I was oh. saying. Like, you may only have nine people on the field at one time, but there's usually a lot yeah. of other players The team is there. much bigger. Yeah, yeah. But so then this has to start like immediately because you are going to be there all day. Well, I don't think it's one by one. They line them up. Oh, player to player? Yeah. Oh, shit. Okay. Well, that would save time. That's what I was thinking. They have one guy in like the big executioner mask come out and be like, you guys lost by nine. All right. One, no, two, no. three. You know? The other team does it, and that's why it, That's why some people die sometimes, because the rivalries between the gate, between uh, the teams. Oh, yeah. And sometimes they aren't as harsh. Like, oh, you're, I mean, we're, we're not really... Uh, enemies or rivals, but I, I don't hate you know I don't hate you, so they won't go so hard. But if you're like fuck you, you're hitting that guy as hard as you can because you're yeah. like mm. you checked me into yeah. the boards earlier, right. and so well you earned this. Uh -huh. Enjoy. Oh, mm -hmm. but I mean the crowd gets all crazy and they get to watch their favorite player beat the shit out of some other guy, and that bolsters the image of these players. They're heroes. Yeah. Women follow them, and after they win, they all go in the back and have a good old-fashioned team orgy. Yeah, that's that's totally <laughs> a normal thing. 
I mean, I don't know. Maybe some places it is after a certain gate, but like, wow. I am just right? assuming that once you're to that level, like if we're talking about the, the, the athletes we're talking about today, I am assuming that there's a room or a club or a place somewhere. Oh, I'm sure some where, of that happens. Yeah, well, yeah, absolutely. Where people like us just aren't privy to that because we're not in the club. You know what I'm saying? I just also know. Okay, all right, yeah. They I might guess. not just have a whole fucking team orgy every time they win, but like, yeah, definitely the shit happens. Right, you're allowed to do things in a secret room in secret places, but yeah, the the team orgy was random girls chosen every. Okay, I don't know. <laughs> I guess my point is that uh, public athletes in our time have to be a little bit careful about their their image, so. Yes, they are doing those things in back rooms that are paid for to be secret back rooms. And we'll never know <laughs> about it. <laughs> yes, as much of the elite get to do. Yeah, but it's fucking crazy. Like, people really, really want to participate in this, specifically the women, right? Because these guys are heroes. They fight each other to decide who's going to sleep with one of these guys. They literally lick blood off of their backs, and Verna is like, they do that? And he's like, yeah. I mean, whatever it takes, Verna. <laughs> whatever it takes. Uh, you want me to bleed a little bit? I, I, I can bleed, Verna. You want me to bleed? <laughs> he's like, I got my knife right here. I got that Dakra. No, no, no. Shit. <laughs> okay, that was close. Yeah, but Warren doesn't get it anyways. It's fucking crazy because it's fucking crazy. Yeah. Like you and I were saying, we go to a game. We're spending time with the family, drink some beer, just enjoy ourselves. These people go to the game because they're like, I'm going to watch him kill a dude, and then I'm going to lick his blood, and then fuck that guy over there. <laughs> that is a completely different day. But, I mean, if your life is really, really shitty, and you can't take out your anger or your frustration at how shitty your life is watching somebody else... Do that to somebody could be cathartic in a way, I suppose. Make you feel something at all, mm -hmm. anything. But it, it, and it is it is funny because Warren, um, what he says is like, "Hey, I was the first person to solve a prophecy in like three thousand years or some shit." And it's it is funny. He is the dude at the palace of the prophet. He is now the prophet at the palace of the prophet. He's the guy the whole castle <laughs> is named after, and and he can't. And he is not pulling not down any. anything. Yeah. That poor son of a bitch. We, I mean, we know he wants Warna. Warna? <laughs> Warna. Well, that's what the yeah. baby's going to be named. He wants Verna, but still. Yeah. I thought it was funny. Just saying, Verna. You're number one. I'm number two. Let's get it done. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I love how you're like, let's get it done. Let's take care of this fucking thing. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he is bummed out because women don't throw themselves at him. And Verna says he hasn't seen... All the women, but he disagrees. Some women are attracted to power, but like that's life. Yeah, that's just that's just the way it fucking is. And so it was a weird thing. Verna was like trying to. Uh, first of all, obviously you should be the one that's trying to be like, dude, I'd fuck you. I I mean, we're not there yet, but like we know there's stuff here. So if he's hinting about other women not sleeping with him, I mean, you could throw him a bone. Yeah, I think it's a very clear signal when you're like, yeah, I'm not having sex. And she's like, oh, well, you could if you wanted to. He's like, no, I'm not going out into the city. Therefore, I have a lack thereof of any sort of sex life. 
on purpose. Verna, I'm looking at you. Verna, on purpose. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and then she, just, she just like. Like, it was so blatant. And then she just like placates him and be like, yeah, you know, some women like power because they're powerless. And that's just the way it is. I know it wah, wasn't wah. intentional. And I don't think it was supposed to be that way. But I felt bad for Warren mm-hmm. right there because I'm like, yeah, I've been a single awkward guy before too. And be like, um, so you want to. Do you eat? <laughs> I'm like what? Get away from me, weirdo! Me too. I feel like they've <laughs> held hands now at this point too. Like yeah. uh, they may not be like macking at each other, but I mean, there's stuff. There's feels on yeah. both sides, and we know it. So that it just felt weird. Yeah. At the very least, Verna. She's probably okay. You know what it is? Verna is getting ready to pray right now, right? Quote unquote. Mm-hmm. So she's still in her. No, I gotta be. Like, all on the up and up. I'm the prelate, and I'm out and about in public. Even though she snuck out, and she's with a man. But whatever. (laughs) (laughs) So, seemingly desperate to get out of this super awkward conversation with Verna, Warren brings up Jala again. (laughs) (laughs) He tells her that the full translation means the game of life, but most people just call it Jala, or the game. And I just wanted to take the opportunity... To remind some of you listeners who are perhaps our age, maybe a little (laughs) older, that you just lost Jala. (laughs) You're welcome. Anyways, (laughs) the younger listeners are like, I don't... What? What? You'll look it up, and then you'll lose too. Anyways, we also find out that Alterang means Destiny's People, or like the creator's chosen. It's kind of a loose translation. And the Rang Shada Mountains are the war fist of the chosen. Which is cool, okay? And we get that the language was spread all across the world, I think, which is what the point is yeah. of that. Uh, that ancient language was all over. But it was weird. Like, she asks, oh, what, Alterang? What does that mean? Because I've heard a word that sounds kind of like that before, and this doesn't matter at all. It's dumb. <laughs> it's, I yeah no I follow maybe it's not like you're dumb doing... but I was like what yeah no it's not dumb it's just I don't know it's like you're doing your kindergarten level ABCs and then the teacher explains that C is also yes in a different language and you're like I... okay okay <laughs> I don't she did ask that's the thing she asked and so he obviously had the answer but yes yeah she did yes. Terry had her ask that. Yeah, okay. I see where you're going. Yeah. <laughs> Couple extra words is what you're saying. Yeah. 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 Well, well <laughs> anyway. That, there's that wisdom we were yeah, talking about yeah, earlier. Yeah. There's a reason. So the Emperor also has his very own Jala team. Go figure. And is bringing them to play against Tanimuras. If they lose, they don't get whipped. No. They get beheaded. Which seems like, okay, good motivation to win, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. But a right. You watch me run. But if you're training like an elite team that took you a long time to hand pick so that they were never beaten, it seems pretty counterproductive to kill them all and have to restart whenever they lose. Yeah, I mean... There is that, and I think there's also something to say that the team you're going up against tonight has never lost. 
okay, I guess I get that part of it. Like a scare tactic, you know? Yeah. I just, I don't know. I feel like it would be easier to kill, like, the worst player every night. Like, we'll kill one of them. That way I'm not replacing my legit the best team, guy. Yeah, just the worst guy. Yeah, you don't have to retrain a whole team to be like, you're un- unbeatable. That's the whole, um, you don't have to outrun the guard dog. You just have to outrun your buddy. Yeah. Theory at work. No, that would make sense. But at the same time, like, you would have to know what you're getting into when you join that team. Like, hey, if you lose even one time, you'll die. Yeah. So I'm out, I guess, is all I'm saying. I'm not interested in that sport at all. Nope, I'm good. Well, that's what's weird. Okay, here in a second, they talk about how this gives people hope. This game does. Uh, so I guess people's hope would be to be the best at Jala because there's other stuff that comes with Just it. Just not on the Emperor's team. Well, I think that he would probably pick the best players from each team. Like, how else would you get the best players ever? You'd probably handpick the best players whenever you came across them. So, uh, the ultimate goal, I don't know, it would be hard. Like, oh yeah, being on the Emperor's team would be super great, but I don't think I'd want to get that good. The I'd ultimate get, like, goal would be to be mediocre. I want to be semi-pro. <laughs> I don't want to go pro. Right. <laughs> or go pro, just don't be like the all-star player pro. Be like, Just hang on to pro. Yeah, fuck up. Just a little <laughs> bit once in a while. I'd be like, yeah, I'm damn good. Not enough like, to lose hmm, a whole Your record lot, isn't yeah. perfect. And then in the back of your head, you know that that was on purpose. And then it might have been perfect. Yeah. But you're not going to die. I'm going to take some whips. So that's all I'm going to take. <laughs> Warren also thinks that the game helps keep insurrection at bay. The game gives people hope because anyone can become a paid player, even slaves. It's open to all. You want to play? Come fucking play. More things should be this way, and I think it'd be awesome. I think, like, I know sports are separated into, like, men's teams and women's teams, but I think that there should be a game somewhere to where if it's like, are you good? And get your ass on in here. I think it'd be great if they had professional teams like that made up of, quite plainly, just the best at whatever thing. It doesn't really even matter what yeah. game it is. Technically, the American dream or whatever, you know, you can be a poor person and become a famous football player. Technically. Oh, yeah. There's no way you have the same chance as some kid who is rich and doesn't have half your talent because he has more opportunity than you. That's just played out fact. Right. So since everyone is under the Imperial Order now, it also gives them something to band together for. That isn't a risk to the Emperor. Like, hey, I'm going to keep all y'all asses distracted for a little while. That'll be super. Yeah, instead of cheering for Michigan as a state, we are cheering for the Lions. (laughs) (laughs) Just don't you dare say Ohio State, Jade. Oh, God. Okay. No, I'm kidding. Uh, yeah, I guess that's the idea. We're not allowed Keep to distracted. be Michiganders and be proud of being Michigander, but we could be like proud of being <laughs> proud of being Lions fans and or lose together if we're gonna lose together and comfort each other. Yeah, which because is what happens if, every time. If two states really <laughs> fucking hate each other, they will go. And yeah. you don't want that. So if it's all focused on the sport, then it's like, we're not starting a war. It's just like a friendly rivalry. Maybe not friendly. I've been to Boston. Anyways. Um, but like, yeah, it keeps them out of political action and shit. 
Yeah. Focus all your anger on the other teams of the other districts or wherever. Don't focus your anger on the Emperor because your life's shit. And Vernus says that people have always played games. Warren says the Emperor is, of course, channeling that. Everyone's focused on Jala and not the quality of their lives, which makes perfect sense. I know people who are dirt poor and are perfectly happy as long as they can just turn on the baseball game and watch that. Yeah. They're not politically active. They don't have any other hobbies. They're like, I like sports. Sports is who I am. I mean, it's easy to do. It's uh, it, it's not a dumb plan, okay? <laughs> no, it's very smart. It just makes all the sports that, like, modern modern times that we're living in now seem very, very fucking shady. I mean, I've always thought that. Those people are getting, okay, granted, they're putting their lives on the line, they're out in the spotlight, whatever, but they get paid a lot of fucking money to play a game. Tons. I just, I would like to think that the sports that people love and spend so much of their passion and time on weren't created by politicians to distract you. Like, I know for a fact that's not how football was made. No. Football was made because people came home from the war and needed something semi-violent to do, and they created a game. Yes. but And, I mean, maybe it's not distraction so much. Like, they're, they're getting paid so much because they entertain us. They keep us busy. <sighs> yeah, I don't know. It's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. That's a whole other podcast, okay? <laughs> We got one for our new podcast yeah, idea. There we go. We got episode number one. One in the bank. Sports and stuff. Mm. We'll call it sports ball games. I'll have better, better thoughts. <laughs> I know you will. You always do. <laughs> so Warren goes on to explain that the season has just started, and that's why she hasn't seen anything happen until now. Or maybe it was just a super convenient way to write that in. This is why Richard never saw it while he was there. <laughs> exactly. Mm -hmm. uh, but keeping it seasonal keeps people hungry for it. Every spring, every fall, depending on which sport you play, I'm going to admit bold-faced right now, I have no idea when hockey starts or stops. None. But that's that's how it goes. It's it goes in cycles. winter sport. Right? I don't... <laughs> I don't know, maybe. Ice. Winter. I know, like Canada, but it's cold <laughs> up there most of the time, I feel like. So it could be in the summer and still know. be on ice. Yeah. No. Okay, I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm just going <laughs> to... Somebody let me know if you know, or I will Google it yeah, later today. Google. So Master Finch told him about the Emperor's team and how they're coming. He had also told him that the four horses have been gone since right after the winter solstice, Right. This whole conversation about being old and about sports totally made me forget that they're actually going to do something right now. Yeah, this is the whole point of why they met in the first place. None of what they've talked about up till now uh, had anything to do with it, really. No, none at all. <laughs> so this, we're talking about the horses, obviously, that disappeared. And they're on their way to the gravedigger. Yep. Who died? Well, I don't know. We already took care of Anna Nathan, so what are the graves for? What are we paying for? Right. And and Master Finch said that there was four horses taken, right? But Tack was only taken for two of them. So that's why Master Finch thinks it's stolen. He doesn't think that they were like related. He thinks the horses are gonna come back and the tack was taken by somebody else, but it's sus. Very sus. It's like stealing one shoe, kinda. Yeah. Why would, why? Like, why, yeah, why would you? 
not why would you steal? Why would you steal just one shoe? No, I mean, I think we can use... <laughs> that can't possibly help you. Common sense to just like, if you had two horses that you have tack on, you could be just taking two extras. I'm assuming, yeah, Richard does that move all the right, time when he's in a hurry. Yeah, that's a Richard move. And if you, well, okay, I don't know the whole situation, but if you're going to steal a horse, I'm assuming, and then you're going to want to get the fuck out of Dodge, I'm assuming, you're going to want to ride away really fast. Yeah. And so that horse, like, you just ride it until it dies, and then after that, you can switch your tack over, and then maybe ride more normally so you don't kill it, because now you only got one left if there's two of you. I don't know if normal people do ride horses till they die. I think they probably set them free and go you know, on to the other horse. I, I think Richard think do. is a fucking asshole who rode them until he flipped off of them as they fell to their death and then found another horse. Wow. <laughs> well, there's that whole opportunity thing you were talking about, because most people, I'm assuming don't have money to pay for nine horses and ride them to death. Like, they buy a horse. This is my horse for as long as this horse lives. As so I'm going to treat it well. with pets. <sighs> Anyways. <laughs> so they finally arrive at their destination outside a shop with a gravestone and a shovel on the sign. Fucking awesome. Even though it's pretty plain, I just thought it looked cool. <laughs> Verna says, let's find out what this gravedigger has to say. So this chapter was about, they're just talking shit. Yeah. They're just talking shit on the way into town. Yeah. And we made this chapter um, a lot longer. I mean, I guess we always do, but yeah. I think it's great that most people see the size of a lot of these books and they go, oh, that's going to take a long time to finish. And they're instantly trying to figure out ways to hurry it up. Whereas this one is closer to a half hour, but some of the chapters are like 10 minutes and we're like, yeah, no, we can stretch it. Let's go. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we just took a eight. No, what is this? Twenty-four minute chapter. Yeah, something like that. Twenty-four, twenty-five uh, and minutes. And doubled it. So if you were looking to get through these books faster, listening to our podcast is definitely not the way to do that. I think. But if you want to enjoy them way more, <laughs> yes, then we got Accurate. you. Accurate. <laughs> and if you think. That, that is accurate. We would love to hear that from you. So I always love hearing I'm right. You can go ahead and tell us that by sending us an email to podcastatt at gmail.com. You can get a hold of us via text or voicemail at 616 Nope. 616-259-0025. Nailed it. First try. First try every time. <laughs> we have a website that we are doing our best to stay consistent at posting on, and that is podcastatt.com. You can find all of our socials over there, but if you're too lazy to do that, you can just type in podcastatt to any of the socials that you prefer. We super duper appreciate every single one of you, and we're happy that you're here. That's right. We are. Well... Thank you guys so much for listening. We will see you real soon. Mm -hmm. Bye. <laughs>